Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. And God is continuing to speak this morning. You know, every time we get a chance to come together as His people, God shows up in this place. There's nothing necessarily supernatural about a physical building, but when His people come together, then God shows up and does something unbelievable. Because you're here, He's here. Whatever, wherever you're at, you show up and you gather together, God shows up in a big way. Amen? Well, I'm excited this morning. We're going to get into the Word of God. Who's ready to hear the Word? Who's ready to lean in? Like my beautiful wife had already mentioned, we have three powerhouses this morning that are going to bring the Word. Three people who, who lead this and connect, right? It's Connect Sunday. So I was like, okay, man, could we... Uh, can we get some, you know, some people who are either connect leaders, coaches, different things like that who could jump up and preach? The problem is there's so many, which isn't a problem. That was just in case you're wondering. There's so many great leaders that we had to have six. Instead of just two, you know, three people doing both services, I said, let's go. Let's double it up. Let's double down. You know what I mean? So we had three amazing leaders in our first service. And today I'm excited I'll do a quick intro, and then we're going to let them loose here. I'm excited. First up, we're going to have Mark Nelson. Incredible leaders. He and his beautiful wife head up our DNA, which I got a chance to sneak in real quick in the first service to be a part of. I see a bunch of you guys, which is awesome. And so we're so excited. You're a great friend, great father, great husband, and I'm honored to hear from you this morning. And then we're going to have coming up next is going to be Anissa Luhan. Incredible leader, discipler, and specifically leading just like an absolute boss in junior high. I said, please, could you sneak out for one service and come and minister this morning? So I'm excited to have her bring in the word. And then the closer, Eric Heffer. Come on. I feel like, I got, like I'm trying to do like a batting lineup. You know what I mean? It kind of feels like that a little bit. And uh, But I'm excited. Each of these three were chosen as, as people that uh, carry the heart for people. They disciple, they pastor, they love well, they connect with people, they care about seeing people raised up and disciple. And every single one of them, we have conversations all the time about people that are emerging, people that are raising up, people that are stepping up, people that are, you know, uh, leaning into their gifting and their calling. And we just get to celebrate all the time from the good things that God is doing. So, I want you guys to lean in, get ready, because this is going to be powerful. I can't wait to hear the stories. Can't we wait to hear the word that God has given them for us today. So it's going to be rapid fire, 10 minutes each. If they go past the buzzer, Pastor Lance and the other South Africans, which there are many. A little nervous, but that's all right. A little nervous. There are many of the South Africans are going to tackle or the New Zealanders, because they think they're better at rugby. Oh. (laughs) 
And Americans don't know what rugby is, so it's fine. It's fine. I'm very, very excited to welcome up our first of the amazing 3x10. Help me welcome Mark Nelson. Hey! Wow, it feels good in here. Can you turn to the person next to you and say, because you are in the house? Pastor Samuel said that already, because you're here. All right, good morning. Well, it's an honor to be with you on this Connect Group Sunday. Thank you, Pastor Samuel, for the opportunity. How much do we love Pastor Samuel and Pastor Katie? We have the best here at Bresci. Not only are they exceptional leaders, but they also exemplify rule number two, which is have fun. So we are grateful for you guys. Our lives are so much richer because of you. Also want to honor our lead pastors, Pastor Jürgen and Leanne. Yes, because without them, we wouldn't be here living our God dream at Awaken with our best friends in San Diego. Come on. Does life get any better than that? Yeah. So I remember going to my first uh, men's prayer meeting at San Marcos, and Pastor Jesse was at the door, and he stuck out his hand and introduced himself, and then the next time I saw him, he remembered my name, and that just captures um, the culture here at Awaken, and I'm grateful that even as Awaken has grown exponentially, we haven't lost the strong culture of family and friendship. So we are speaking about uh, connect groups this morning, and as I thought about uh, what I might say, I realized that I've, I stepped into my first connect group 25 years ago. Man, time flies when you're having fun. That means this is my silver anniversary, so that might be the reason that I'm seeing the silver streaks come in on the wings. It's a, I want to say it's a sigh and a wonder. I sigh and I wonder, where did the years go, Lord? But it's good because it means it's a sign that a, a silver crown of wisdom is coming, and I want to receive that with greater measure. So um, I, I, I thought, what can I share? And actually, I thought about my first Connect Group experience because it was so life-changing. So I want to tell you about that. Um, before I rush into that, I want to give you my title this morning, which is Ready, Set, Grow. Ready, set, grow. All right. Um, and my scripture is Psalm 68, verse 5 and 6. It says, A father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solitary into families. Another translation says, God sets the lonely into family. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. And so when I was 20 years old, I started attending a powerful, spiritful church in my home city of Durban, South Africa. And it was actually really similar to Awaken. But what I didn't know at the time is that we were experiencing a revival in South Africa. In the late 90s, early 2000, uh, because of the socio-political problems and pressures, people were afraid of what our government was doing. Does that sound familiar? So people responded by coming to church. So churches were filling up everywhere. And I found myself in the middle of this, of this move of God. Uh, we would see 
salvations in the tens and twenties, we would see healings, signs and wonders were common. And I was grateful to be there because I didn't grow up going to church. Uh, my uh, family church was the beach and the, the life-saving club every Sunday, which made for a great childhood, but not a promising future. So I was in this uh, move of God, and I was actually attending the equivalent of our DNA course, uh, which was called uh, Foundations. And um, a young pastor by the name of Derek Andrews, he was just five years older than me, uh, he invited me to uh, their connect group that Tuesday night. But hang on, Tuesday night was also half-price drinks night at Night Fever. And so that was the night that me... <laughs> that's, that's tough, right. So, so it, that was my time with my college water polo buddies. We would hit it hard. Uh, night Fever was the place to be. All the prettiest girls in town were there. Drinks were cheap, so I'd be drinking Red Bull and vodkas until sunrise. And so there was a clear fork in the road for me, right? And then I thought about, well, the, the previous Wednesday when I woke up after a heavy night feeling alone and depressed, and I thought about uh, Pastor Derek, just the, the passion in, in his life, the, the fire in his eyes, and I, I wanted to know God like he did. So I showed up at uh, Connect Group, and how many of you know, like Pastor Samuel said, one encounter with Jesus can change everything. And as I stepped over the threshold into their tiny apartment, it felt different in there. And Pastor Derek was so good at hosting the presence of God, empowering those around him. And so I was just receiving. And then I saw Derek and uh, Leanne, I wanted to say Jürgen and Leanne, but Derek and Leanne, I saw, I saw their marriage. And I was like, wow. That's incredible. The peace, the honor, the joy. I said, God, I want that. I'm not going to compromise. I'm going to contend. I'm going to start to pray and prepare myself for my wife. So God had a little bit of work to do on me. But seven years later, I met my beautiful Courtney in Chicago. <laughs> and yesterday, uh, we celebrated 17 years of marriage. And I am pleased to say in that time, we haven't had one argument or one altercation. I'm just kidding. We got married after the fall of man. So, but Jesus was there in the beginning and he's with us now. And because of that, we have an amazing marriage. So, yeah, love you, babe. So God did a lot of transformation in me and that connect group. And that connect group set me up to flourish because wherever God moved me, I, I pursued community. I tried to plant myself where I saw the life of God. And so I want to take us back real quick to that verse in Psalm 68 where it says, God brings out those who are bound into prosperity. The Passion Trans Translation says, the prisoners he leads into prosperity until they sing for joy. And it made me think of Jesus with Jesus's friend, Lazarus. And so Lazarus is dead and he's in a tomb. It's hot and humid for four days. How many of you know human body begins to change, decompose, starts to get stinky, releasing some smells. And then Jesus comes 
and he calls Lazarus. He says, he says Lazarus, come forth. And his friend comes out of the tomb with new life. He's alive, but he's like a zombie, right? He's wrapped up. And then Jesus turns to the people that loved Lazarus, and he said, okay, you guys, your, his family, now you go and unravel the grave clothes. You go, take off the bandages. You go, and you restore him. And so as we come and make a decision to be set into the house of God, because God does the setting, but we need to come, we need to step forward. We need to take that step of faith to say, actually, I see a church where there's good soil. The life of God is here. The power of God, it's fresh, real, and powerful. God, I'm going to allow you to set me in, but I am going to bring my stuff. We all come in with what we left out of the world. It might sm smell like vodka and Red Bull, but you come and you bring what you, you just come and be yourself in community, and God's going to prosper you. Amen. So ready, set, grow, and that's the word. And with that, I want to invite up this incredible young lady, uh, Nisi Luhan. And if you've met her parents, David and Cynthia, you'll know why she's so amazing. Uh, all six of the Luhan clan are powerhouses, so we're looking forward to hearing what you have for us, Nisi. Thank you. Um, Mark, that was such an amazing word, and I hope you all caught what he said at the beginning of how community and DNA is our foundation as a church. Um, and so just kind of take that little nugget and put it in your pocket as you leave this place today of what is your foundation, who is your community. Um, and on that of amazing people, we have some of the best pastors here at Bressy Ranch Campus, Pastors Sam and Pastor Katie. Um, if you didn't know, Pastor Sam is absolutely hilarious. Um, I hope you've picked up on that by now, but if you haven't, then you probably haven't been in community long enough. <laughs> and then Pastor Katie is one of the sweetest people you will ever meet. And if you're ever wondering how to deliver something that is just so ruthless, but so kind, go to Pastor K Katie, because she could deliver something that's like, you just wrecked my life, but you did it so kindly, and I don't understand. It's really contradicting, but if you want to learn that, surround yourself with the deuce. So we love them, um, and they're amazing. But um, today I want to share with you a few products of what being rooted in community looks like. And when I talk about community, because it's a word we're throwing around a lot this morning, basically all I'm saying is that it's a genuine and unified relationship with the people around you. That it's not just choosing to sit by yourself and not let anyone really know you, but it's that genuine connection with the people around you. Um, and oftentimes when we're struggling to plant ourselves in community, I feel like we'll, we can try to convince ourselves out of it and ask ourselves all of the questions that there's actually no real answer to. But the longer we ask ourselves these questions, somehow we reason in our mind that there is an answer to like, what really is the point of community? Or why, why do I need it? Or even like, is it really necessary? Because sometimes we can do really good on our own until we continue to carry things and carry the weight of life. And we're like, oh man, nobody's around me to help carry this. What do I do with it? Um, 
And so I feel like two of the best products of relationship um, are to be called higher and to be called out of the things that we're dealing with that we may not be able to get out of like the quicksand essentially on our own that will just continue to eat us and pull us down. Um, so generally, I would consider myself a more internal processor. If you're an external processor, I have so much compassion for you because I cannot talk out my feelings. It takes a lot out of me. Sometimes my dad will say, do you want to text me Be, like what you're feeling? Because I can write what I'm feeling better than I can actually say it. Um, but recently, I was quietly wrestling through something that was really hard for me that I had chose not to share with anybody. Um, and I was in church, and I was overwhelmed with emotion and the weight of the decision. And I stood up and walked out. And two of my best, closest friends and mentors were actually standing out there. And as soon as I walked out, I had my head down low, and I was trying to run to the bathroom so nobody could see that I was crying. And they called me, and they said, Nisi. And I looked up, and I was just like, hey, like wiping my tears. And they were like, what are you doing? You don't look okay. And I was just like, no, 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 like, I'm okay, I promise, I promise. And so they invited me to sit with them on the couches in the lobby and talk and process what I was feeling in that moment. And improperly processing for me looked like actually crying it out, actually talking about what I was feeling, right? Let inviting someone into my process to speak into my process um, that I hadn't previously let anyone in and for them to be able to be like, where is the Holy Spirit in this, right? Um, so have you ever heard the phrase, it takes a village to raise a child? I feel like this is actually true through our entire lifetimes. You could say it takes a village to raise an adult. Like, because we really do need people around us to champion us and to continue to lift us up in, in life and the things that weigh us down. Um, and which trying to carry things on, on our own isn't even healthy. So let's just start and end there. Um, but... There's a story in the Bible of Moses I feel so beautifully represents the power of genuine relationship. And when I think of Moses, the first thing that I think of is, okay, Moses, if you were to ask anyone outside of church, he's probably one of the people that the world commonly knows of, right? And so maybe you think of Moses, the man who went to Pharaoh, the king over Egypt at the time, and fought for his people to let them go. Or maybe you think of Moses, the man who went on the mountaintop by himself to talk to God, to lead his people and get the Ten Commandments and then come back down and speak to them, right? These are all things that I think of when I think of Moses. And when you put Moses in community, personally, I would be like, if anyone gets a community pass card that you don't need community, it would be Moses. Like, this man is constantly meeting with Jesus and constantly leading well. But um, I found a story in the Bible that actually might change your mind, and that challenged me on that thought, which is in Exodus 17, 10 through 13, which I think, yes, Okay. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. And long, as long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. 
Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other. Sai's hands remained steady till sunset. <laughs> Guys, it's really humbling speaking on main stage. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. But from this story, we can see that community is no respecter of persons. That like Moses, someone who I would have thought could have had a community pass card, still needed people by his side. That even when he was leading the charge of an army, that he still found who are two people I can trust. That when I have to hold my hands up in the victory and in the battle, who are people that can stand there and lift me up at the same time? And I found that in times where you try to carry it on your own or hold things by yourself, it never actually, the product of that is never beautiful. It actually just continues to weigh you down. Like I mentioned in the beginning, like you'll find yourself being like, wait, I'm carrying all this on my own. Where, where is everyone? And so it doesn't, it leaves you questioning what, what have I chose? It was really faking it till you make it worth it, right? And so um, with that being said, you're all sitting in a room with Aaron's and hers on each side of you. People that even if you don't know them, that you can go talk to them. Like be courageous and be like, hey, and because we're talking about community today, maybe you need to step out in bravery for someone else that wasn't able to for themselves. Maybe they're looking for a friend. Maybe they're looking for a community. That whether you have the opportunity and already have community around you, invite someone in that. Or if you're looking for a community, go find it, right? Um, and these people are at men's and women's prayer. They're at Sunday and Wednesday services. They're um, in connect groups. They're doing life together, doing all the things that you have may, you may have convinced yourself wasn't actually necessary. And so would you all stand with me? I'm just going to pray over us. Um, and would you just lift your hands high towards heaven and surrender this morning those question marks that you've had in your head, the questions in, that you've tried to convince yourself that what you needed wasn't actually necessary. Um, so Jesus, I thank you, God, for all that you're doing in this room. I thank you that you are bringing community around us, people that can stand with us, um, that Aaron's and hers on each side of us that hold us up, that fight with us in the battle and are with us in the victory, God, that would you give us courage this morning to find the community that we're longing for, and would you fill the gaps and respond to the questions that have been on everyone's heart in this room, in Jesus' name. So... With that being said, would you all welcome up the amazing Eric Hepfer. Such a great word. What an awesome word. Before I jump in, I, just, I want to take a second to honor a few folks. Pastor Samuel and Katie, many of you know that not only are they over this amazing house, but they're also over Connect. And I've gotten to experience so much fruit in my life because of Connect. So I want to honor you and thank you for that. And our amazing Connect directors, Ryan and Corey Stelzner. <clears throat> Ryan, I would follow you to storm the gates of hell anywhere you wanted to go. I love you guys. And then finally, my beautiful wife, who has so, so many skills and talents, but you, the grace that you have for hospitality and for loving people is inspiring 
And I wouldn't be able to talk about Connect without you. Love you. All right, I am excited to bring a word to you this morning. Uh, because Connect, more than anything in my life at this church, has produced transformation and really changed who I am and how I get to experience life. And so I was asking God, like, what would you have me share to your people this morning? And almost immediately, within a couple of minutes, he took me to Acts 2, verses 42 to 47. And so this is a passage that describes the early church, which I think is a pretty good model, I think, generally speaking. Um, and so here, here's what it says about the early church. It says, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. And here's where I want to like really zero in, verses 46 and 47. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread together in their homes and ate with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. The Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. And so what we just read here is the result of a group of people that experienced power, miracles, joy, unity, and everything else that comes from this life of following Jesus. And with all sincerity, I can say that the closest I've ever come to that on earth is right here at Awakened Church, Bressy Ranch. So I want to kind of just pull out a couple of points from verses 46 and 47. So it says they broke bread, sorry, stepping back, every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, right? So the temple courts are church. I don't know that we meet together every day, but you could get pretty close here. (laughs) But every day they met together in the temple courts, that's church. And then it says they broke bread in homes and together with glad and sincere hearts. So what this is telling me is there's actually two locations where we can experience church life. The first location is right here, but the other location is in people's house. And that tells me that there's actually two ways to experience everything that God has for us. And so like what we just experienced here, John, Suzanne, like I was wrecked, wrecked. The power and the presence of the Holy Spirit in this place is unbelievable. But there's another half to that that experience, and that happens in people's homes. And so if your your experience is limited to here, as amazing as what we just experienced was, you're actually missing the other half of what God has for you. So the title of my message this morning is The Other Half. The Other Half. The Other Half. Okay, so when I came to Awaken, I did not have this revelation at all. (laughs) I was literally viscerally opposed to going to any kind of connect group, small group, community group, any kind of group. My wife knows. (sighs) We could spend a lot of time talking about why. But basically, I didn't, I think I just didn't want to sit around in a circle with other dudes that I didn't know talking about my feelings. And that's what I thought connect was. And so I didn't want to go. But as I came to this church, I saw a lot of people that had a lot of fruit in their life. And they were talking about connect and relationship and Dr. Matt doing epic things with epic people. And so I said, you know what? I want that fruit. So maybe I need to do what those people do. Maybe I need to get in connect. So I decided that I was going to, and you guys, this wasn't easy for me. 
I'm a goal guy, so literally I put it on my goals, annual goals for, I think it was 2021, I will join a connect. <laughs> so I wish it was that easy, but it wasn't. So we're trying to figure out, like, I don't know, how, how am I going to go to a connect? And so we're with Kyle and Jen LaBelle over at Pete Support. They invite us to go to their connect over at San Marcos. At the time, we didn't have <clears throat> any Bressy family groups. That's all changed now. Um, but at the time, we didn't. And so... I was terrified. I literally made Christy triple check, triple check, that in fact, we were even allowed to go. Because I'm envisioning this is like closed off. They're not going to be excited to see me. And I'm like joining this group of people that had their own life and own relationships and didn't want me to be a part of it. That's what I thought. Like, that's what I had to get over to go in the door. But I decided that I would put myself out there and just show up. And that is my first point. Just show up. And the people in the early church showed up every day. And if they could do it, so could I. And of course, it was like totally amazing. Our Connect leaders were Matt and Angela Horick. I don't know if you guys are here, but you guys were phenomenal. I felt so loved. And guess what? I said I didn't want to do life with people. Guess what I found? A whole crew of people that I wanted to do life with. But it wasn't just doing life. It was actually, like, pretty awesome. Which brings me to my second point, which is have fun. The Bible says in this, in this passage that we just read, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. You can't be glad if you're not having fun. And I can say that our connect was, like, the most fun I've ever had. We decided we'd start uh, our own group with our best friends in the church. And we said, if nobody else comes, like it's going to be epic and we are going to have a blast. And so that's what we did. The LaBelles, the Molers, the Nelsons ended up coming on board, the Conroys. Our core group of leaders became literally like my best friends. We have gone on multiple family vacations. We rented a houseboat in freaking Lake Powell. We go, to the we go to the beach together. We go to the desert together. We play pickleball together. Our kids hang out together. And if we don't go to Connect, my kids make sure that I know that we didn't go to Connect because they want to go to Connect to hang out with their best friends. And I've never done anything like that before until I came to this house. And if all we did was have fun, like, that would probably be worth it um, because it's pretty great. But... God has more for us than just having fun, even though having fun is awesome. And so if we dig in back into verse 47, right? Or sorry, uh, yes, verse 47. It says that they were praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And God added to their number daily those who were being saved. Yeah. And that brings me to my final point, which is grow. Yeah. The early church experienced tremendous growth. They showed up, they had fun, but they grew. And the reference here, uh, that it says enjoying the favor of all people, it's really actually an interesting reference in the Bible. It shows up three other times, twice in reference to Joseph experiencing favor as he's ascending through the ranks in Egypt, and then the Israelites as they're leaving Egypt. And in every case that this phrase is used, what happens is the people that experience the favor experience massive increase in territory, influence, power, and wealth. And that's what happened to me. That's what happened to me and the members of our group. Out of our group came two homeschool co-ops, like full-on schools that our kids went to together. 
multiple ministry directors and leaders here at our campus that we all get to do ministry with together and hang out with together. New businesses were launched, houses were bought, and I actually just take what I learned to connect and I just take it to my work and I export it and they think I'm, they think I'm a genius, but I just plagiarize what I learned in here. But I'll just tell you one experience of how God produced like tangible growth that you could all come over and see in my life. I got a new house. We hosted our first Connect meeting. Some of you were there. And I just randomly, I was like, you know what, you guys? I want you to force me to buy a new house. Let's make this group so epic and so amazing that so many people come that I literally am going to have to buy a new house. I had no idea what I was saying, I, was, I think, but I was prophesying. And sure enough, we started having like 80 people show up and our house wasn't big enough. And so God like starts encouraging us to think bigger and bigger and bigger. And so we got a new house. And the first thing we did, like the first weekend, I think, was have Connect with all of our amazing awakened friends coming and celebrating what God had done. And this week, this weekend, we're going to have like 100 people over. The entire worship from North Region production and families are invited. So if you're not on that team, you should get on the team and come over. Because it's going to be awesome. But no, like none of this would have been possible. None, none of this would have been possible had I not been willing to just put myself out there, get over myself and show up, have fun, and allow myself to grow. So I want to pray specifically for, for a group of people this morning. And you may have heard what I've said, and, and I'm sure many of you are having the time of your life, you're growing, but I think there's, a, there's at least a few people here who are struggling like I was struggling, like I'm having trouble putting myself out there. And so let's bow our heads, but if that's you, I would love it if you would raise your hand because I want to pray for you and believe that God is going to unlock some things in your life. You're going to experience community like you have never experienced community before. You're going to experience favor, unlocking, wisdom, power, fun, and growth like you've never experienced before. Father God, I thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning, but particularly for those who raised their hand. I thank you that you are unlocking something right now. I thank you that you have brought them into a house full of people that love them. I thank you that you are helping them to find their tribe. You are putting them in a group that is going to cause their life to flourish. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen. For more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.